you survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. I'm your host, Ken Blanchard, and this week on episode 359, interview with Little Chantilly, the host and the author, the blogger from HeelsAndHandguns.com. A quick rant about concealed carry and sharing some news. All this and more coming up next. Well, all right. Welcome. If this is your first time, this is the gun podcast from the guy that's been around since 1991 as a gun rights activist, firearms instructor, and known internationally as the black man with a gun. This show itself has been around since 2007 and features interviews and news, how-tos for the cool people in the gun community. Thank you for rolling with a brother. This show is sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com. And we start off every episode with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. How about that snow? Man, folks had snow in the south of of America this year. That had to mess you up. People were stuck in their cars and made you wonder, how are you going to take care of yourself? And I bet you if you don't have concealed carry, if you don't have a way to protect yourself between you and your home, you might have been thinking about it. Because you either had to abandon your car and walk home in the snow, or you were stuck in a city, or got kind of hairy there. I was watching the news. It was pretty spooky. I want to talk about concealed carry as our first piece this week. Do you have concealed carry in your state? Considering concealed carry? One of the most controversial decisions you'll ever make as a gun owner is to lawfully carry a concealed firearm. Now, how successful you are at acquiring a permit depends on where you live and your status as a citizen of that jurisdiction. Also, it'll depend on who you are and your tenacity for making it happen because it's not an easy process or a matter that you should consider lightly. Technically, as of 2014, all the states in America have some provision for law-abiding concealed carry, but it's not that exact. In reality, it's closer to 40 of the states that actually allow you to carry a firearm on your person. Illinois was the last to the to the fight and still has a whole bunch of for instances and you can't do this and you can't do that. And those provisions vary from the amounts of training required, the expense to comply, as well as the registration and application process. The statewide thing is kind of broken down into states that are unrestricted, which is like hardly any. Most of them are shall issue, and then there's a few holdouts, the may issue states. And there's also still some no issue. And then there's the discrepancies on reciprocity as well. 
Some states allow citizens to convey these provisions, like a driver's license, into other states that have agreed to honor its permits. And then there's a whole bunch of them that just don't want to play nice. All right, the argument goes, self-defense is a right that even animals have. But that right is unfortunately debated at all levels until it becomes personal. There is no debate for who is responsible for the safety of your home, your child, or you. But uh, when it involves a firearm, then it's a federal or state issue. And that still has the United States of America divided and still a hot-button issue. When you decide to carry a firearm for your protection, it's not an easy decision at all. The reason for carrying a firearm for self-defense should not be political, but it is. It's a personal thing. See, not only do you have to satisfy the laws of your state, but also you're going to invoke the ire of friends and family and co-workers that don't agree with you. Most of them don't feel any need to protect themselves, so they don't think you should either, which is kind of crazy. But carrying a concealed firearm is the same as carrying a fire extinguisher in case of a fire. You want to be the first responder to stop intentional violent crime against yourself or somebody in your care. doesn't matter where you live or how great your neighborhood is. Where there are people, there are problems. Criminals don't live in just one spot. They're mobile and constantly looking for easy targets. The good news is they're not looking to struggle or to fight. So if they think or perceive you to be somebody who can take care of yourself, they will go on to somebody easier. Truth is, carrying a firearm won't make you invincible or give you any superpowers. It's not even a good luck charm that'll ward off evil. But what it does do is it gives you a choice and a chance. A choice to appropriately defend yourself from criminal attack that you wouldn't have otherwise. Because of technical things like disparity of force and opportunity and jeopardy that your life is placed in. With a firearm, you have a choice to walk away from us or stop the aggression. And that's always a cool thing. Deciding to carry a firearm does bring with it great responsibility. You have to decide how you're going to secure it when you're carrying it and when you're not. You're going to have to learn the laws of where you reside. You're going to have to learn how to use it, when and how to use it, and how to use it when you're carrying. It goes way beyond basic marksmanship and safe gun handling. But a lot of people kind of shortchange themselves when it comes to training. A concealed carry holder has to understand terms like reasonable man and use of force. That's going to come up in court if you have to use your firearm. That knowledge or that lack thereof will either exonerate you in court or lead to a conviction, even after you survive that lethal encounter. The ultimate question will always be for somebody considering carrying a concealed firearm is, can you shoot another human being? Then it comes down to, can you do it if it's not just you, but somebody that you love? Or somebody you see being physically harmed. This question isn't just for a citizen that's considering carrying a gun for personal offense either. That question comes up on the battlefield with military personnel and law enforcement every day. There's some folks who say they can do it until it happens and then they can't. It's extremely personal and is based on your moral and core values, whatever they may be. Some people talk a good game. You've seen them in a class. They are 
paramilitary SWAT trained lethal mugs until something happens. And then that's the deal. Can't be a YouTube uh, commando. Lots of the folks you see on YouTube have never been anywhere other than in front of a camera. But I digress. One of the differences between law enforcement and the armed citizen is that the police officer has the sworn duty to go into a bad situation, and you do not. Carrying a concealed gun is a survival option, and you can get through life with never carrying a gun. Yeah, you can. So don't think it negative if somebody says they don't want to. Carrying a firearm for self-defense doesn't mean you have to kill a person either when you're attacked or confronted. Just a mere presentation has been known to stop a criminal. But don't let that stop you from pulling the trigger. Because just because you shoot somebody doesn't mean they're going to stop. Folks um, might not know it, but a lot of bad guys have been shot already before. They got muscle memory in a different way than you do. They got muscle memory in that they don't want to go back to prison and get gang raped again. They got muscle memory that the last time they got shot, they lived. So in their brain, they're going to continue to fight. So you're going to have to keep shooting until you stop them from their action, until their body leaks enough uh, fluid that it stops on its own because their minds are already set. It's a whole different mentality. So shooting a person does not guarantee a death. Each circumstance is different. It depends on their physical, their mental. They might be hyped up on drugs or alcohol. A gun, again, is not a magic charm. It's a mechanical device. It propels aimed projectiles with more force than you could throw a rock. But it's an effective tool. It's so effective that cops, police officers use them as self-defense. When they're about to go into a hot situation where there takes uh, really bad guys, they use long guns, shotguns, and rifles. Their sidearm is for personal defense. Every day, somebody's life is threatened by violent crime. Concealed carry is just a chance and a choice for the law-abiding citizen to... uh, to fight back, to not be a victim. That's all it is. State governments that consider the right to carry a firearm, they do so as they're giving us a privilege, a privilege so that you're going to have to be discreet, competent, and responsible. It's a right of self-defense. It is. Carrying a firearm, a privilege. Should be the other way around. Should be a right both ways. But the government still still is the government. Not my rules, just sharing how it is. If you decide to carry a firearm and you can for your personal defense, the next step would be to find out what the laws are for in that state of residence or a state that you reside in that you have a driver's license for. And you can forget about it if you belong to an urban place like New York or Washington, D.C. or Chicago because the rules basically go out the window 
your rights go out the window when you belong to a, a large metropolitan place. You can even have it in Illinois, for example, but not have it in Chicago. D.C. is not a state, so the law don't apply. And they will, they will work their thing out to the last stretch, too. Like, just like New York State is cool, but New York City is an abomination. Sorry, New Yorkers. I'm just talking about how the laws are. Just like Maryland. Maryland's just like that. It's a small, dinky little state that we have may issue and they hardly ever give it to anybody who's not politically connected or something. May issue or shall issue. You have to find out. In a may issue place like Maryland, you got to justify and demonstrate a specific need for that license or permit. When I applied for a concealed carry permit in Maryland, the application required a good and substantial reason. They wanted to have that thing down to the letter. Like if I was going to be taking money, it had to be on Mondays and Tuesdays and not on Wednesdays. And my permit would only be valid on Mondays and Tuesdays. Ain't that some crap? Or that I was in, you know, I was doing a specific job and then I had a good reason. Maryland State Police are the ones who, uh, and the handgun roster board or the handgun review board are the ones who review the request here. And they will do it in a heartbeat for not having a, quote, good and substantial reason. It's always been subjective, and uh, that's how I kind of got involved in this whole thing. Back in 1991, I got a chance to testify for the people of the Commonwealth of Virginia, and then Texas, and then South Carolina, and then Madison, Wisconsin, and then Michigan. The system is flawed because it allows only certain people to be able to carry and denies to everybody else. Concealed carry, it's a big deal. If you're fortunate enough to live in a shall issue state, that's just too cool because what that says is unless the government can prove that you are a felon, that they have a reason not to grant it to you, you will get one. They have to find a reason to deny you. And if you don't have one, then boom, you can get one. But after you do that, make sure you get some training. Training saves lives. Training allows for you to tailor your situation from whatever you learned to reality. Proper training never stops. It'll give you some options for carrying, ranging from off the body to personal concealment. It'll help you save money and your ammunition, your gun purchases. It'll show you some stuff, folks. That won't, it won't be all in the class. You'll learn from people who've actually done it for a while. A good instructor will help you discover what's appropriate for you and your situation, your personal taste. It'll help you grow. No matter what, whatever you decide, whether you are already a concealed carry holder or you're considering doing it, know that this whole argument is older than all of us and has begun since the Chinese brought gunpowder. 
carrying a concealed firearm for self-defense is a personal decision and should be done with the head and not the heart. The benefits are huge. It will improve the quality of your life. But it's so politically charged and infused with ignorance and fear, the only way you can fight it is with education. So, if you're interested, do a little digging. Talk to people who have already gone through the process. And all the best to you. I think it's something that you should do. If you can carry concealed, if you live in a state like Virginia or South Carolina or Texas or Indiana, there's quite a few really good states. Vermont tops them all. Arizona. Carry. Keep the good guys with the guns around. Just a little quick rant about concealed carry. Patrick Henry said, the great object is that every man be armed and everyone who is able may have a gun. And I believe that. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. All right, next up, interview with a young lady I've talked to on podcast. I was on their show, WeLikeShooting.com, and... We just kind of clicked, so I thought I'd have her on the show whenever time permitted. She is the blogger of HeelsAndHandguns.com. What website? She says she's a little sugar and a little spice. Makes everything nice. She's a dash of tomboy, and uh, she loves NASCAR, loves her God and her country. And uh, she's an active military person, and she's just nice. Introducing for the first time on the Black Man with the Gun show, she's known as Little Chantilly, and she's up next. Little Chantilly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Ken. I first first (laughs) met you on We Like Shooting podcast. Um, You've been around, though, before that, too, right? Um, yes, I, I actually have a blog, my Heels and Handguns blog, and um, that's how the We Like Shooting uh, team found me. They liked a couple of my technical articles that I had written, and so they invited me to come be part of their team and be a contributor to, to their site, and they have a review site. And then also to, and then we had a team of folks that were you know, doing a lot of gun and gear reviews on their we like shooting.com. And then that turned into a podcast also. So, and then that's how we found you. Yeah. So your show yeah. heels and handguns.com. Yes. Correct. Yes. So, so tell me about little Chantilly. <laughs> so, uh, the heels and the handguns is a blog basically for women. I started it about, I don't know, maybe almost three years ago because I had had, I'd been shooting for a while 
maybe only five years really seriously the way I am now, that um, I decided to really start tracking what I was doing because I realized that there wasn't, uh, there were, there, now there are a lot of women out there writing and sharing their information. But three years ago, there was, it was a smaller number and I just thought it might be interesting and it kind of kept me focused. And I, and so I just started tracking what I'm doing and learning. And then, um, and so that's what is on my blog basically is a little bit of sex with politics because I can't help it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, a lot of, um, just all my different experiences. I do long range shooting. Um, that's I, even though my blog is called Heels and Handgun, there's plenty of handgun things on there, trust me. But I, there's also a lot of long range precision rifle information there as well because that is the bug that has really bitten me in the past couple years. And so um, then also just anything I can do to encourage women or celebrate women who are in the firearms industry, um, I spend a lot of energy doing that as well. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> yes, and, and we love you for it, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the rifles. What 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 happened? How did you get into long range shooting? Well, I have a friend who competes in the Precision Rifle Series. Um, only a few matches a year because they're expensive and they're all over the country. But mm-hmm. um, he's been he, he's been competing that in that fashion, and it's one of my best friends and his brother, and so. They are a team together, you know, the um, spotter and the shooter together. And um, I have a, you know, spending time with them, I, I was shooting their rifles a little. This is, you know, a few years back. And I have ne- honestly never had that much fun. And there's just so much um, thought that has to go into it, mm-hmm. you know, with the, you know, just in order to make the, you know, really long shots. And a lot of, um, I don't know, it sort of caught my intellectual side, you know, where it's, it, I, I think it might be in a way kind of like golf. Mm-hmm. I don't know where there's always, you can never quite um, get it perfect enough and there's always something you can do to improve and get it better and get it better. And it's just, it's very challenging to me. And I, but there's also a lot of just science and that type of thing that goes into it. And I just find it in, endlessly fascinating. So that's, um, so they would take the shooting and uh, I mean, I, we decided I needed my own rifle because I was using theirs all the time. So um, I, I designed a custom rifle um, that's a 6XC. And that is, um, I actually have a whole series of that on my heelsandhandguns.com blog. And there's a link to it on the on the main page that actually takes anybody who's interested in building a long-range rifle. It, it takes everybody through every single decision I made and how I made it and and. Um, and even to this point, you know, how it's going so far. So it's, I don't know, that's, I really love it. I, I competed in my first match, um, at Thunder Valley, Preci- at Thunder Valley Precision, which is a really beautiful range in Ohio mm-hmm. and a uh, long range shooting. And it was, um, you know, it was caught, it was kind of, I have a learning curve, but my goal is to get into the precision rifle series at some point in a couple of years. I hope I I have learning to do between now and then. But after that competition, I realized, oh, I can do this, and I was I was slow compared to everybody else, but I was doing a great job. And I just think that um, you know that that is that's really I think where my talent is compared to other forms of firearms. I just have found that to be. Um, what you know, my little niche in the world, right there. So, what, what caliber rifle is this? Um, it's a six XC, so it's a six millimeter, but the caliber itself is called six XC. I've never heard of that. So, 
Yep. It's a, um, it is, you know, there's, I mean, it's just a six millimeter round. So it's kind of like, um, like I also have a 6.5 Creedmoor, so a 6.5 millimeter, but those six millimeters specifically, they don't go as far because the wind gets them at some point because they aren't, they aren't heavy enough. Mm -hmm. But, um, but they are, if you, um, like the, the six XC round specifically, if you, you know, the way it's loaded and all of that, um, it, it, the ballistics on it are about as perfect as it gets. I mean, there is kind of like a laser. So, you know, up to a certain wow. point, like maybe up to a, up, maybe up to a thousand yards or, or, you know, 1200 yards. It is a pretty flat um, profile. Do you have to reload your own so, stuff because of it? Yes. Uh-huh. And, we we reload all of our long range. All of our long range has um, custom modes. It's kind of a Zen yeah. thing, then. You're like a archer from like way back in the day. You have to like make your arrows <laughs> and and build everything from the beginning. I like the way you put that, but no, it, yeah, it, it it because you know a lot. Of, I guess the way, and this is something I've learned over these few years, is that um, just the way you you. Every single load, you know, if you can go up one, like a point, like a tenth of a grain up or down, and it changes the way that that um, load will work with the harmonics of your barrel, mm. you know. So it's kind of, it, it actually, there's a way to, um, there's processes, you know, in order to figure out what your perfect load is. And, and that's another part of the education that I, and the intellectual stimulation that it brings me to figure that out. And, you know, and it's all very methodical. But um, I really... It's fascinating to me, so I could I could spend hours doing all of that right there. Oh, I can see that now. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. are, are you shooting? How far? What's the what's the normal range for what you? Um, no, the normal place like where we practice the maximum distance we have is a thousand yards where we practice. So normally it's between like five hundred to a thousand, like mostly five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred. We have a lot of targets at that range, and then. Um, and then a couple targets that are out around like nine nine fifty or a thousand. So you have to be really good at, at optics too, then, right? Oh yes, optics are. I that is actually my thing. I love talking about optics. So I'm. Some people call me an optics snob, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I I think that they're really important, and I I do see. I talk to folks sometimes around and and how much they, they will, they're willing to spend on a rifle, mm -hmm. but then they buy like a hundred dollars scope compared to, I'm talking about if they're trying to shoot really long range and mm -hmm. they will buy this amazing rifle and then want to go on the low end of a scope, which is, I, I think people should probably spend, you know, it should be proportional like, to however much you spend on a rifle, you know, that you should probably consider that for your optics. Wow. So only because it's, it does make a difference. Hmm. You know, it makes a big difference if you're, if you're shooting out that far. I mean, if you're shooting one, one, two or three hundred yards, there's a lot of things um, that will work. But if you are going out very long, the optics really do make a difference. So I've learned that um, it's a stability and the, the tracking, the way they track, um, that is, you know, um, just to have it so that the, that you can guarantee that after some amount of wear and tear on the scope, you know, over and over, like if you're shooting at 308, mm -hmm. you know, those, you know, it has a lot of recoil 
300 or a 300 wind mag, let's say, there's a lot of recoil on some of these rifles. And so you don't want a scope that's going to lose its tracking after it's been kind of beat up with, you know, several rounds or several hundred rounds. You know, you don't want it to um, quit working. And a lot of the, I mean, there's a lot of great options. And even I, if anybody ever wants to talk to me about budget, um, you know, more reasonably priced optics, I'm happy to, you know, talk about that with anybody. So, so if you're shooting a lot and it's loosening your feelings, you're probably going to be loosening your, your optics as well. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, it's depending, like the really, the really good quality optics will hold their tracking and they will hold their zero. So that's, I mean, that's what you need right there. Oh, okay. So. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a thousand yards, that's not downtown DC. You have to go <laughs> Texas, Ohio, yeah. desert. You have to go kind mm-hmm. of to the middle of the country, right? Yes, I go to Indiana. That's where I mainly, I, about once a quarter, I go to Indiana and, and spend like almost like seven days in a row shooting out there. That's what I do. Oh. And then in, I'm actually in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. So here there's a range that there is one range that I can shoot at once a month that goes out to 800, almost 900 yards. But that's only open for that once a month. And um, then there's another range I can shoot out to 300. So my, my options here are, are much more limited. Gotcha. But yeah. For wim- for women who are trying to get involved, what should they do? Um, a woman who, and you're talking about a brand new, a woman who's never shot or never shot a gun or never, is that what you're talking about? Let's go. She's probably shot pistols already. And okay. So you're we, talking about long range. Yeah. She hears, she hears this conversation. Okay, she excellent. says, man, where can I find other women that probably do this thing too? <laughs> Okay, that is a great question. Um, I would definitely recommend that um, what I've discovered. What I've discovered is there in every area there is there's starting to be groups of women that have t- um, women's tactical organizations, and that's what I would look for is a women's tactical organization because there's a group called Team Triangle, and if um, anybody can Google that, and that is um, a Regina. Um, I'm going to say her last name on that. I think it's Milkovich. And she is, um, she actually is shooting in the Precision Rifle series now. She's, I think, ranked 20th. She's amazing. And, um, Melissa Gilliland and Jesse Dussart, all three of those ladies are already competing. And so they all have websites that give you a lot of resources also. Um, but there's also like Rocky Mountain Tactical, at least if you're in Colorado. So there's a lot of organizations around the country that are really trying to pull women in because I, I mean, this is, this is a kind of fun that will stimulate you for years, I believe. So um, I think that if, uh, that a lady should give it a try and it's very, um, it's, you don't even have to be that strong unless you're really going, there's some tactical competitions where you need to run and carry your rifle and that kind of thing. But there's plenty of them like F class where all you have to do is you know, take your rifle to where you're going to be shooting from, and then you can shoot prone or off a bench. And um, so you don't even have to be very strong to do this. You just have to know how to properly hold your rifle and get your cheek weld and that kind of thing. So I would really recommend that ladies just search for a tactical organization in their area. And um, I'm happy if anybody's in San Diego and wants to go shoot, I'll take them with me, <laughs> you know, just to try it out. So that's one thing I can do, but um, there's plenty of 
And I, I also, I will help um, people find, like if they're in some random place like Wisconsin, I do have friends that shoot long range in Wisconsin, for instance. So I could, I would be, if anybody contacted me, I would have them track down somebody or an organization if they're interested. Because this is fun. <laughs> this is serious fun. The most fun you can have with your clothes on. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Taking lines from your from the from the podcast you guys are on. I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they say everything on that thing. They do. I'm a little bit, you know me. I'm a little more reserved, but um, you know, there has to be at least one straight person on there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they're kind of wild, but um, but I love them. They're all, you know, I've been in the Navy for a long, long time, so I feel like. I'm, it's sort of like that, you know, being around a bunch of sailors or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You handle yeah. yourself very well. Thank you. <laughs> How can we contact you? What's the best way we can find you, just in case I, the people forgot listening to us already, that I'm talking mm-hmm. to Lil Chantilly, and she's on what website? On heelsandhandguns.com. And then also, I can be contacted. Um, via Lil, Lil Chantilly, which is L-I-L-C-H-A-N-T-I-L-L-Y at gmail.com. And you're on Twitter, too. Oh, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. I don't know. every um, Instagram, I'm everywhere. Just search for Heels and Handguns or Lil Chantilly, either one. Or YouTube. I'm, I've really been trying to increase my um, YouTube videos and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm pretty much, if it's social media, I'm probably there. Okay, good stuff. Well, thank you for being a part of the show, and I will contact you again in the future just to see what's happening, and if I ever get out of um, the East Coast, maybe I can find you somewhere. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. Thank you, Ken. I really appreciate it. Thank you. She is so nice. I'm going to pause for a second to tell you about tacticalauction.com. It's the only 100% free online auction site for guns, tactical, and outdoor recreational equipment. TacticalAuction.com Register today. It's free. TacticalAuction.com Now, if somebody asks, tell them I sent you. All right, you want to check out, there is a survey going around on the Facebook page on a couple of places Asking you, basically, how long should this show be? I give you three options. 30 minutes, 45, and 60. If you see it, please hit me up. Let me know what you think. Also, I've been trying to just sharpen the saw, just do a better job of all that I'm doing for you. And uh, actually took out some stuff and got to put some stuff back in. I was sitting here contemplating life and watching the grass grow. And I thought, I haven't sung a song in a while. So let me do that. Then I got real happy and kind of cheered me up. And I thought, yeah, I got to do that more. Maybe not this episode, though. Maybe I'll put that on That's Life, Blanchard. Remember all my other podcasts and blogs. You can find them at BlanchardMediaGroup.com. Check out the affiliates on Black Man with a Gun and the show notes that will be there. Speaking of BlackManWithAGun.com, I am 
making sure that all the good social media elements are there, all the stuff that needs to be there is there. Could you go there right now and check it out? I have a subscriber link, brand new, just put it up this morning. I bought my new book, Black Man with a Gun Reloaded. If you will sign up for that list, brand new list, throw out all the other ones, brand new list, I will give you a free chapter that you see what the book is about. How about that? And then when other stuff comes down the pike, you'll be the first one to get it. It's a free, all I'm asking for is a name and your email address. All right? Check it out. It's on blackmanwithagun.com on the right-hand side. You know, I'm realizing that life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. I want to thank little Chantilly for being a part of the show. Glad that you made it home from the snow. Thank you for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the show one more time. If there's anything I can do for you, feel free to give me a buzz. My email is blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. And my toll-free number and all contact information can be found at blackmanwithagun.com. Hey, it's quitting time. Yeah, I know, it might be a little early, but... It's been a busy week. Yeah, it has. I've been writing up a storm. Been preparing for what's coming. The book should be out March 2014. Yeah, I got a chance to see the uh, copy of the proof of the book this morning. And uh, things are rolling right along. Might even make it before March. But March for sure. Until next week. Shalom, baby. Technically, the show is over. But this is the Black Man with a Gun show. Hosted by Ken Blanchard. Been doing his thing my way. It's my show, doggone it. And I feel like rocking. Tap your feet if you want to. Nod your head. Go ahead. <laughs> Clean shirt, new shoes. I don't know where I'm going to. Silk suit, black tie, black tie. I don't need a reason why. Running just as fast as they can Cause every girl's crazy About a sharp-dressed man Gold watch Diamond ring I ain't missing Not a single thing Cuff links Stick things And when I step out I'm gonna do you in I'm running just as fast as they can Cause every girl's crazy about a shop-dressed man
don't worry cause my wallet's fat Black shade, a white glove Looking sharp and looking for love They come running just as fast as they can Cause every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man 